This is a public health announcement brought to you by Heather Shepard. This is the Primal Pioneer Podcast, a show dedicated to helping you achieve optimal health by making radical lifestyle, dietary, and environmental shifts to support forward movement with your health. I'm your host, Heather Shepard, radical health practitioner, gut health specialist, and homeopathic doctor in training. When I was 23 years old, I suffered a TBI, otherwise known as a traumatic brain injury. This shifted my life from being a super athletic type A kind of person to being completely sidelined from physical activity for nearly 12 years. I tried every modality under the sun, desperately yearning, trying, hoping to get better. It wasn't until I stepped outside of the conventional medical model and even much of the alternative medical model that I saw real lasting progress with my health. Today, I help thousands of people overcome both acute and chronic ailments using my nature and science-based radical approach to health, which targets the most important yet most overlooked aspects of health and wellness. Today's episode is all about cholesterol. I love this topic because I consider cholesterol to be a potent superhero. And throughout this episode, I'll teach you why cholesterol is so key to health, longevity, detoxification capabilities and immunity, and much more. If you're someone who's concerned with heart health, if you're someone that's on a statin drug or are considering going on one, if you're wondering if cholesterol leads to clogged arteries, this episode is going to help you clear the air around all these important questions. I'll also reveal what actually causes clogged arteries and how you can prevent and start to overcome a buildup of arterial plaque or calcification of the arteries by sharing my top eight ways to naturally do so. Now let's dive into this highly misunderstood yet super important health topic. Hey everyone, welcome back to The Primal Pioneer. Today I'm going to talk all about cholesterol. I suspect that last week's episode all about fats may have brought up some questions for some of you around the topic of cholesterol. And so I wanted to take some time to really address and dive into this topic because it's a huge misunderstood topic in our culture today. And that misunderstanding really stems from the pharmaceutical industry and their pushing of statin drugs. Literally, doctors are given a quota with regard to how many statin drug RXs they have to write. And if they don't meet that quota, they're penalized. This is a really big business, billions of dollars. If the statin drug industry were to go away, the industry would lose a lot of money. However, our health would be much better. These are one of the most dangerous drugs on the market, and they're targeting an area of our health that doesn't even need to be targeted. And so I'm going to dive into this topic about cholesterol today to help you understand it more clearly, more fully. You can approach cholesterol without having fear around heart disease and clogged arteries, and I'll get into all that throughout this episode. And I just want to address here some of the common questions that I often get about cholesterol, because maybe you too have these questions. So I get a lot of questions around 
how do I lower my cholesterol? Is it necessary to lower my cholesterol? Will eating animal fats raise my cholesterol? How do I know if the cholesterol in my arteries is actually turning into, you know, the dangerous plaque forming calcified clogged artery situation? And should I take a statin drug? So these are some of the most common questions I get. And hopefully this episode will help bring some clarity to those questions for you all if you have them as well. And just to note, I am not a proponent of statin drugs. I will never recommend them for any situation or condition. There's no exceptions for me with regard to that. If you're currently on a statin drug, I would highly encourage you to work with your doctor or to find a medical doctor who will help you wean off of that drug. Now, not every doctor will help you do that. And of course, you have to make your own decisions. This is not any type of health advice, or diagnosis, et cetera, that I'm giving you here. It's just simply, if you are interested after hearing this episode of getting off your statin drug, if you're on one, reach out to your medical doctor, say, hey, I really want to get off of the statin drug. I don't feel like it's really serving me. And then have them work with you because you have to wean off this drug. This isn't just a drug you can quit cold turkey. It can actually be a little detrimental. It could bring up other health issues if you just stop a statin drug cold turkey. So I just want to kind of preface this episode with that. If you're on a statin drug, if you know somebody who's on a statin drug, it's really important if you want to get off of that to work with your physician, your medical doctor to help you do so. If they won't help you, then I highly recommend changing physicians, finding a physician who will work with you. I've had many clients in this situation. They wanted to get off their statin drug. They have saw the side effects, which I'll talk about a little bit in this episode. And so their doctor didn't help them. They weren't into that. They weren't on board with helping them wean off. So they had to search for another doctor who was. So if your doctor does not agree to help you, don't throw in the towel just yet. I would encourage you to do your homework and be persistent about finding a doctor that will support you along this journey if you're on a statin drug and desire to get off of a statin drug. So let's dive in here. And I want to start by mentioning that we really only became concerned with cholesterol, with high cholesterol. Is my cholesterol high? Is my cholesterol low? Since the birth of the statin drug industry, as I mentioned here previously. And like I said, doctors literally have a statin drug quota that they have to meet. And if they don't meet that quota, then they experience consequences and even their license and practice gets threatened. I know a lot of doctors and medical doctors, well, I shouldn't say a lot. I know some medical doctors who will simply write statin drug Rx and will tell their patient to, hey, just on your way out, throw that in the garbage or use it as a bookmark because I actually don't want you to take it. But as a standard of care, of practice, I have to do this. And so I do know some who actually go that route, but it is a real thing that they have to meet a quota. They have to write a certain number of these scripts or else they will be penalized. So since this whole sand drug industry came about, we have been brainwashed with regard to cholesterol. We weren't even concerned about cholesterol. Is it good? Is it bad? You know, should I keep an eye on what my cholesterol levels are? really until the statin drug industry came about. And a little bit prior to that, we were experiencing more heart attacks in the 70s, the 80s. And so we needed a finger to point at why were these heart attacks increasing so drastically in that 
period of time. And so we looked at cholesterol and there's a bunch of studies. Framingham study is a really popular one. It's a very, very biased study that points fingers at cholesterol as the root cause of clogged arteries, which you'll find out here. It's only a half truth and there's a lot more to it than that. So cholesterol does not cause cardiac events or clogged arteries unless it's oxidized in the arteries, and I'll get into how that happens later on in the episode. So what people don't know, because it's not actually the tune, the message that our doctors and media are singing to us, is that cholesterol is actually one of the most important molecules in our body. Cholesterol is so important. It's one of the most important molecules, as well as melatonin. These two are, in my perspective, you know, two of the most important molecules in our body, but we're really, really not giving cholesterol the credit that it needs. Cholesterol is a big part of our immune system. It is a big part of our hormonal health. It assists with and is necessary for vitamin D production. So it's a precursor to vitamin D and it allows the body to detox in healthy ways. A lot of people I work with have cancer, they have chronic issues, they have chronic diseases, and a result of that is that they are a poor detoxer. Their detox capabilities are diminished. They're not up to par, okay? And so one lab that I look at when I'm working with a client is their LDL levels, not because of cholesterol, however, not because I'm worried about their heart health, but because LDL is a really, really big indicator to me of how well you can detox. And so when cholesterol, LDL cholesterol levels are below 200, that's a big red flag to me that the detox is significantly compromised. And the medical profession will, will tell you a different story. They'll say, You know, their numbers for cholesterol are dangerously low, what they consider the healthy normal range. Anywhere between, you know, 100, I think 150 is even considered high today. That's dangerously low for many reasons that, you know, we'll discuss here. I'll discuss here with you throughout this show. But LDL cholesterol, cholesterol in general, has superpowers with regard to antioxidant properties. It helps to remove pathogens from the body. It helps to remove things like viruses, bacterial loads, fungus, etc., from the body. We're not told these things, however. We're just, we're just told to look at the bad, dangerous aspects. We're not told all of these remarkable, important, necessary aspects of cholesterol that are actually vital to our health. And I wanted to mention that a lot of people with cancer have low LDL levels. And On paper, if we're looking at labs, of course, there's so much more to look at when it comes to the patient and analyzing the patient and what they're going through and, you know, how to actually treat them. However, when it comes to cancer, most people with cancer have an LDL cholesterol level below 200. If you have an LDL cholesterol level below 200, your risk of cancer increases. So, I always strive to get my clients to help them actually increase their LDL cholesterol levels. And a lot of people, this can take them a while to wrap their heads around because of all the brainwashing and programming that we've had around cholesterol being bad. Actually, we need it to be a lot higher than what the medical community is, you know, prescribing and recommending to us. So both LDL, okay, the cholesterol we've been falsely told is bad 
right? And LDL cholesterol, the cholesterol that we've been told is good. These both, both of these types of cholesterol are crucial. They're necessary aspects to health. And I'll just add this in because we've been talking about statin drugs a little bit here, but the worst thing someone could do for their health is to take a statin drug and taking a statin drug to lower your cholesterol because if that cholesterol goes lower, a lot of health risks come up in other areas. So I want to talk about some of the top health benefits of LDL cholesterol because we're not often told these. We're just said we're just told, hey, focus on LDL as the bad. Try to get it as low as you can. And that's actually really dangerous. So let's talk about some of the top benefits of LDL cholesterol. So number one, and I mentioned this, it's an antioxidant. It removes, it clears, it cleans toxins and chemicals from the body, especially germ toxins. And if these toxins aren't cleared, then it can lead to health issues later in life. And your body needs this house cleaner. It literally goes in, it cleans out toxins, it brings it, the LDL goes out, it gets the toxins, brings it, goes back to the liver in the form of HDL cholesterol. And this is how toxins, germ toxins, et cetera, are removed from your body. So it has really key potent antioxidant properties. Number two is regarding redox potential. For those of you who caught the Instagram live with Rissa, Rissa Lepofsky and I, we started to talk a little bit about redox potential. If you're one of my clients, you know more so about redox potential, but I'm going to sum this up for you really briefly because redox potential is really the key to health. If your redox potential is high, you are going to have no problem healing or preventing disease. If your redox potential is low, however, there's going to be some issues with some more susceptibility, greater susceptibility to chronic disease, your ability to detox, etc. So redox potential basically means how charged your battery is, right? We have our iPhone, it gets low, we plug it in when it's getting low, right? We don't do that for ourselves, however. When our batteries are getting low, we don't replug, we don't reboot, right? And so one of the biggest underlying causes of chronic disease is when that redox potential starts to diminish. Your battery charge, the net negative charge in your cell literally starts to diminish. Okay, when the LDL cholesterol level is low, this is an indicator that your battery is losing its juice, it's losing its charge. Energy production capabilities are diminishing, detox capabilities are decreasing, immune system function is weakening, life energy is diminishing, okay? And so your ability to actually do all of these things, to detox, have a strong immune system, to have a charged energy depends on your LDL levels. And so in order to really recharge your battery, which is what I teach people and how I, you know, the direction I help to lead them in using the metabolic reset diet, using the sunlight RX, using homeopathy, we need to engage in these things to re charge our battery. And we want that LDL cholesterol reading. And this is regarding the number here is going to be different for anyone outside of the US. The US the reading is about 200. That reading is going to be different in the EU and Australia, etc. Because there's different units of measurement there. But in 
general, those of us in the States want to aim for an LDL cholesterol of around 200, okay? This tells me that your battery is recharging and your life energy is building and increasing. Your detox capabilities are improving. Your susceptibility to all chronic disease is decreasing. And it really shows your life force, your vitality, your energy, and how long of a life you want to live. I know that my mom really struggled with high, what the doctors considered high cholesterol. Some of you have heard this story because I've told it so often over the years because it's such a story that's near and dear to my heart. But she had, I want to say it's got to be about at least 20 years ago from this time, but uh, the doctors were concerned about her cholesterol being high. It was in the 200s. So they put her on a statin drug. Within a week, she was going into liver failure. Her stools were white, which is a huge sign of liver failure, of liver toxicity. She was bedridden for, it was at least a year. It took her years to regain her energy after that because the statin drug basically targets the LDL cholesterol to stop working, to stop functioning. And when you do that, your body cannot detox, your immune system cannot function, your life battery goes way, way down. And some people respond differently, obviously, to any prescription drug, to a statin drug. Some people, the effects are immediate, the detrimental side effects. Some people, it takes you know time for those effects to set in. It really depends on your unique constitution, your terrain, etc. So... Reducing LDL cholesterol is a really bad idea with regard to your longevity, your life force, your battery, your immune system, your detox capabilities, etc. So we really want our redox potential to be supercharged and strong. And the way you build your redox potential, it's so simple. You engage in the metabolic reset diet, get your sunlight RX on in nature, ground while doing so, follow the four-step outline there of the sunlight RX to recharge and engage in in homeopathy to help start removing some of those underlying deep-rooted issues that you struggle with. For those of you ready to start preventing the root cause of clogged arteries, you can take the initiative right now by learning the Sunlight RX. Learning my four-step Sunlight RX protocol is one of the easiest, most affordable, and most effective ways to improve heart health, including oxidized cholesterol buildup. Hop over to my site, scroll down the homepage, and you'll find the Sunlight RX ebook. Once you start practicing, I can't wait to hear all about your health and healing breakthroughs, and I invite you to share those with me on Instagram at sunlight underscore RX. Now, let's head back to the episode to learn more regarding the real truth about cholesterol. Number three is vitamin D. This one I don't think many people are aware of. It's so, so crucial because most people think that they make vitamin D or they can make vitamin D or boost their vitamin D from a pill, right? You go to the doctor your vitamin D is a little low. They say, ah, just, you know, just take a vitamin D supplement and we'll get that right back up there. So we think we can make vitamin D and improve our vitamin D levels through a pill or from getting 15 minutes of sunshine per day. 
Now, this sure would be a convenient, easy button to push. However, we need a lot more time in sunlight to make vitamin D. And if we don't live inside of the tropics, if we live above the 28 latitude, that's at 28 or above, we're not even going to have sunlight, vitamin D sunlight, UVB light in the winter months to actually be able to make vitamin D. So a lot of people, the misconception here around vitamin D is that you can go out in sunlight anytime and make vitamin D. Total misconception. This is why I outline the steps in the Sunlight RX because you have to precondition your skin, your body, the chemical signals, the hormonal signals in your body to be able to receive UVB light, vitamin D making light later in the day. Also, and I know a lot of you have heard this from me over and over again, but it's such a huge point that while you, let's say you go to the doctor, your vitamin D is low, you say, oh, okay, here we go, let's start a supplement, 10,000 IUs a day, 20,000 IUs, something really, you know, super high, right? You go home, you start it, you go back to the doctor three, four, six months later, and your vitamin D levels have improved, but you haven't gone out in sunlight, really. Maybe it's even winter time but your vitamin D levels on paper have improved. This is a false reading. It's not an accurate reading because it's not possible to actually boost your vitamin D levels without sunlight nor without LDL cholesterol. So you're going to get an artificially inflated number. How can you tell if your number's artificially inflated? If your vitamin D levels are, you know, for, for my clients, for my patients, I aim to get them, hey, if we can get you 80 100, even 70, okay? We, let's, let's start with 70, 80, 90, 100. If we can get you in that range for your vitamin D just by doing the Sunlight RX and the Metabolic Reset Diet, then you should be, your symptoms, you know, let's say digestive struggles, fatigue, low energy, poor sleep, cancer, any chronic disease, these things should get better. You should get better. You should feel better. And your body physically should feel better. Even emotionally, we know how tied the emotions are to vitamin D levels, you know, depression, anxiety, etc. You should literally start to feel better. A lot of people, they go to the doctor, they see their vitamin D levels have increased after taking a pill. And they're like, Oh, thank God, you know, that's so great. My vitamin D levels went up. But here's the question. Do you feel better? Are your symptoms getting better? Is your level of health improving? We always want to look and see if the level of health is improving. And we can do so by looking at the symptoms, by looking at, you know, taking your past health history, looking at the symptoms, looking at your mental emotional state. We can gauge if you're feeling better and doing better, if your vitamin D levels are actually improving by assessing those elements. So, I just wanted to mention that because I'm very passionate about the vitamin D supplement thing. If you're not getting at least simultaneously doing that with the Sunlight RX, which patients that I work with who have low vitamin D levels, you know, supplementation might be necessary in lower doses than most doctors recommend, but you have to combine it with sunlight so that vitamin D can get activated. So I just want to mention that because I'm very, very passionate about that because a lot of people rely heavily on supplements, pills, especially with regard to vitamin D. They see their vitamin D goes up and they're like, oh yeah, my health's improving. But is it really improving? So here's how vitamin D and LDL cholesterol are connected. In order to make vitamin D, 
you need LDL cholesterol plus 312 nanometer light. 312 nanometer light is UVB light. It's that vitamin D making light. Now let's say your cholesterol, your LDL cholesterol is low. It's below 200. Maybe it's even 100 or below. You know, that's a pretty low LDL cholesterol level. Your doctors are going to champion you. Yeah, way to go. Heart healthy, low cholesterol. But let's just assess this a little bit more deeply. If your LDL is that low, there's no way you can make vitamin D. You don't have enough LDL cholesterol. So even if you're in the sunlight, if your LDL cholesterol is too low, you're not going to be able to pump out vitamin D. This is where a lot of other factors play in. The metabolic reset diet, homeopathy, your light environment when you're inside, etc., play a big role. There has to be steps taken to healthily improve your LDL cholesterol production, okay? And so a lot of people are immunocompromised, a lot of people with a chronic condition, some people with low-grade infections in their body, they tend to have low LDL levels. So if we want to raise our vitamin D levels the way nature intended using the Sunlight RX, we have to make sure we have adequate LDL cholesterol levels because you need LDL cholesterol plus that UVB light equals vitamin D production. So that is really key. This is why lowering your LDL cholesterol through a statin drug, through a quote-unquote heart-healthy diet, is a really bad idea. It's not only a bad idea, it's dangerous. It's dangerous for your health, for your well-being, for your longevity, for your energy levels, for your battery charge, etc. So I hope that clears the air a little bit about LDL cholesterol. Now, I want to finish the episode here today about the whole cholesterol clogged artery myth because it's a big one. It's very misunderstood. It's a very black and white definition that isn't always accurate and there's a lot of factors involved. So let's take a look here at what really causes clogged arteries. Is cholesterol involved? And for those of you who want to read more about this, I just recently released a blog on my site, heathershepherd.com. Go to the blog. There's a blog called The Art of Mastering Healthy Mayo. And actually, you will get an awesome mayonnaise recipe in here that I have created that uses super healthy fats to make the mayonnaise because a lot of mayonnaise has really unhealthy fats in it, like those vegetable and seed oils. So I go into great detail about the clogged artery scene, cholesterol, fats, etc. in that blog post, and you'll also get my mayonnaise recipe there as well. So Feel free to hop over to that blog post if you want to learn more about the clogged arteries, cholesterol connection, and if you want a pretty awesome mayonnaise recipe. So let's dive in here to this topic about what really causes clogged arteries. So we've been told that cholesterol causes clogged arteries, but here's the thing. We have to get the story correct about this. It needs to be more clear, more accurate. So arteries become clogged when cholesterol hangs out in the arteries for a prolonged period of time. So we know that you just learned cholesterol is naturally designed to have these antioxidant properties. Cholesterol goes into the arteries in various parts of the body to clean house. Are there germ toxins there? Is there some bacteria? Is there some fungus there? Is there something that doesn't belong that's dangerous to the body? Cholesterol will go in 
and it will clean house. It will clean these pathogens, toxins out of the body. Cholesterol is a highly under-championed antioxidant. And this is why also, this is really interesting to comment on and to acknowledge is that during acute infection, cholesterol levels go through the roof. So if you go into the hospital, you have an acute infection, it's pretty high. Most doctors won't draw your cholesterol levels, you know, during an acute infection because, you know, they link it to, you know, it's a pathogen, it's a germ. Why would we test your quote unquote heart health if you come in for acute infection? However, some doctors have actually drawn labs, did a full blood panel and a lipid panel during acute infection, and we see that cholesterol levels go through the roof during acute infection, and this is because they're cleaning house, not clogging arteries. Arteries become clogged when the cleaning crew, so aka cholesterol, literally it goes into this lulled state. It falls asleep for months to years on end, and this causes cholesterol to oxidize. So naturally, cholesterol has this buoyant, fluffy, health-promoting particle size, right? And if it sits in the arteries too long, then it becomes oxidized. It develops into this small, dense, jagged, like this rusty piece of iron that's sitting in your arteries. And this is one of the real driving factors behind arterial plaque, oxidized cholesterol. It's not cholesterol that's bad and dangerous. It's how cholesterol acts in your body that makes the big difference here. And the good news is you have the ability to manipulate how cholesterol acts in your body. So this is a really important consideration to take into uh, effect here is that oxidized cholesterol it's not the same cholesterol that your blood work or labs test for. So let's say you go in for a lipid panel, you test your LDL, you test your HDL, maybe you get your triglycerides tests. These do not test or show for oxidized cholesterol in the body. It cannot differentiate between the two. There are other Western lab tests that can do so, but these standard lipid labs, the LDL, the HDL, the total cholesterol, the triglycerides, they are not one of those tests. So this is why taking these readings to heart when it comes to your heart health is actually, it's not an accurate picture. It's just gonna be super anxiety provoking. It's gonna lead you down a rabbit hole that's unnecessary and unhelpful, anxiety provoking, because this simply isn't an accurate measurement of your actual heart health. But we've all been trained to think this way you know, due to the statin drug industry, due to flawed studies connecting cholesterol with clogged arteries. But the issue isn't the cholesterol, it's when the cholesterol sits in the arteries and that cholesterol oxidizes. Does eating foods rich in cholesterol and saturated fats cause cholesterol to oxidize in your arteries? No, it does not. But I'm gonna give you my top eight list here of what does actually cause the cholesterol to become immobile and stagnant and oxidized in your arteries. These are all things that you can prevent. These are all things that you can do to overcome this. But here's what causes cholesterol to oxidize. My top eight. Number one is a sunlight deficiency. Number two is a sedentary lifestyle. Number three is an indoor lifestyle tethered to modern technology and artificial light. 
Number four is a vitamin D deficiency. Number five is stress. Number six is a pathogen load that hasn't been cleared from the body. Number seven is toxins or chemicals that haven't been cleared from the body. And number eight is liquid vegetable and seed oils. If you have any of those things, even one of them in a significant degree, this can contribute to oxidized cholesterol in the arteries. One of the easiest things you can do to help, if that cholesterol is oxidizing in your arteries, by the way, it doesn't mean it's there forever. You can begin to clear it out using things like homeopathy, the metabolic reset diet, and the Sunlight RX. This is going to help prevent oxidized cholesterol, and it's going to help mobilize it, basically recycle it, help it clear from the body so that the arteries can actually clear. If your arteries, let's say they have plaque on them, they're calcified, etc., there are ways to clear this out naturally. Okay. And so one of the biggest gifts you can give yourself that's practically free, right? You just purchase a Sunlight RX ebook, get down the steps, go out and practice it like it's your job because it's going to really help you restore your health and keep that arterial plaque from oxidizing. So get your Sunlight RX on. It's one of the easiest things you can do to prevent cholesterol from oxidizing in the arteries. And take all those top eight into consideration because they are hugely, hugely helpful for preventing and overcoming this issue that millions of people literally are faced with today. So is LDL cholesterol or cholesterol in general the cause of clogged arteries? Well, we cannot say 100% yes, but we can accurately say that one of the main contributing factors to clogged arteries is oxidized cholesterol due to a poor light environment, due to poor dietary practices, due to artificial light stress and pathogens that haven't been removed from the body. So get your Sunlight RX on, get your exercise on, even gentle exercise, walking, you know, hiking, swimming, etc. These things are all going to help prevent and help you overcome oxidized cholesterol in the arteries. I hope you enjoyed this episode all about cholesterol and feel more confident and clear about its multitude of beneficial health effects in the body. We'll see you next week. Thanks to all you who tuned into the episode today all about cholesterol. I hope you feel inspired, uplifted, and empowered around any newfound knowledge you learned throughout this episode. Cholesterol is a key molecule in our body and has many superpowers when it comes to our health and even longevity. I congratulate you for tuning into this episode today as you now know more about cholesterol than most medical doctors. That's no lie. And that's what I call owning your own power. So way to go. For those of you who enjoyed this episode, I would love for you to post a five-star review with your comments and support. This is such an amazing way to fuel and motivate my continued podcasting and sharing via this platform and is a great way to help spread the word to others searching for deeper answers around their health. And I thank you so much for that support. As always, you can follow me on Instagram at sunlight underscore RX or on Facebook, Heather Shepard, and visit me on my site, heathershepard.com. 
The site is in the middle of an upgrade. It's almost done. I'm super excited to share this with you all where my metabolic reset course, recipes, and cookbook info will be located very soon. Keep up the awesome healing work, everyone, and we'll see you next week. The Primal Pioneer podcast is not intended to diagnose, treat, or cure any disease in the Western medical sense or terms. It is to be used for educational and informational purposes only. The information shared on this podcast and all of Heather Shepard's work is not a form of diagnostic medicine, nor is it a medical treatment. Heather Shepard is a health educator, radical health practitioner, and a trained EMF specialist. And although she has a bachelor's in science and master's education in alternative medicine, she is not a medical doctor and does not give medical advice. Her work and sharing is to be used for informational and educational purposes only.